Today's podcast brought to you by Jelly Belly, Bean Boost, Dare to Compare, Caution. These jelly beans may look alike, but they could taste more different from each other. Think you can tell them apart? We dare you. So I'm at... uh the Christmas party last night, comedy Christmas party. And the whole way up there, Shannon's dad is like, she's talking shit about this one guy, right? Not, I mean, like, kind of in a friendly way, but she kept saying, like, be nice. I don't think he really likes guy, but he keeps like making weed jokes. Like, the guy smokes all the time, right? Smokes on the job. And I'm like, how bad can this be? Like, this is a pretty professional company and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I get there. And I swear to God, the guy sounded exactly like Bill and Ted. Gray hair, like su- pretty old, like yeah. probably 50. But like the uh, the speakers tweaked out in the middle of dinner. He goes, man, that tripped me out, dude. And like starts <laughs> laughing. <laughs> and I started crying <laughs> laughing. Oh, my God. He kept looking at me because I couldn't stop, man. And, and he was like making blunt references and shit. And I'm like, dude, are you for real? Dude, it was crazy. Huh. And I was pretty faded because, I mean, bottles on them, right? God, dude, it reminded me of when you were doing that last time. I just could not stop. Couldn't stop. <laughs> Excellent. Bean boozed. You want to go for it? No, not really. Dude, we're each going to try one. You're going to guess what you get. Oh, we are? Yeah. I wasn't aware of that. You? Michael Bottom. Yeah. I mean, I, I did it last night and I got canned dog food and I stopped. Oh, don't look. You're supposed to just go for it, bro, and get. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you have a great <laughs> white guy stoner voice. Damn, oh, he's wow, going okay. all in. Yeah. Dumped them all out. You can't I'm pick them to, out. I'm, if you well, know. I'm trying to get two, so you each. Oh yeah, yeah, get yeah okay. Oh okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. And then we'll guess. All right, so these are jelly beans. Some of them are like dog shit, and the other ones root beer float or something. It's, <laughs> So this is going to be... I don't know what those ones are. I just randomly picked two that matched. Go I want it. you to tell me what it is. I think we both got... Yeah. I think it was supposed to be strawberry banana or it was something else. <laughs> that's, that's not how you look when you eat strawberry banana, bro. Well, that's strawberry banana smoothie sm- tastes good. What is the other one? Oh, I believe it- the second option would be dead fish. Dead fish, bro. <laughs> What what was the first one? Strawberry banana smoothie. Yeah, okay. yeah mine's totally yeah. You spin yours out. Yours is normal. <laughs> yeah, mine's normal. Oh my god, my I, I I grabbed the one closest to me because I feel like Cody because it was his idea. It's just only right that he grabs the fucked up one. Oh, so you got you got a strawberry banana? Yeah, I got a regular. One. But you were acting like it might have been. Bad. Yeah, that's why I was confused. well because it, it's not. Like, it doesn't damn. taste good. Oh, dude, how do they replicate a flavor like that? <laughs> So you're saying you've had dead fish? <laughs> yeah, no, you're the one that said baby wipes. All right, Michael, you got to go for one. It go. tastes just like baby wipes. <laughs> All right, Mike. How the fuck do you know what a baby oh, wipe tastes like? It doesn't even make any sense. Go for that one or that one. You know, Mike. it's real bitter. <laughs> Mike's going for like it. Like the baby pissed and like you just wiped it up. All right. <laughs> you never licked one? <laughs> fuck. You never actually got it in your mouth, man? <laughs> Is it tutti fruit or stinky socks? Oh, it's stinky socks. I feel like both. Ah, oh, you fucker. <laughs> that was a good, good one. I'm the only one that got that. 
Right, let's go one more deal. Good game. One more deal. <laughs> go with the green ones. Oh, okay. There's more Those options. Right, green ones or blue? I just grabbed the blue one. Okay. All right. Baby wipe. Fine, <laughs> you got the good one again, didn't you? <laughs> this is what you get, bro. This, this one's what tooth- mine, like, This mint? one's toothpaste. Yeah, mine's toothpaste too. I, I was like, is this Colgate? No, it's actually good. Fresh. All right, Mike, one more. One more, last one. Um, go with the... Uh, go with this one. I'm going to choose this one. Oh, no, 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 because we already did that. That's dead fish. Don't do dead fish. Go with the brown one. Or the green one. Or the green one. <laughs> The brown one's or, sketchy. Or that you know one. which one? <laughs> you know what the bad so, option is on so the we brown got, one. The brown is either canned skin dog mark. food. Oh, okay. <laughs> skin mark. Not quite. Canned dog food, which I got last night. Chocolate pudding. The green one is either lawn clippings or lime. Or the other green is booger or juicy pear. All great choices. Um, what are you going to go with? This green one. Lawn clippings. Booger. <laughs> Lime, definitely long clippings. I feel like that he enjoyed be, that. But it's not bad. Yeah, yeah, it's not bad. Just It'd like be like fast. I think having yeah. toothpaste. Yeah, right. Dude, that that. I mean, what I get? But, dead yeah. fish was horrible. Canned dog food almost made me throw up last night. Horrible. All right, I'm done with those. Good game. That was a good game. I lost <laughs> horribly, and it was my idea. Fuck. I mean, it only makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I guess. All right, no more of that. That's done. <laughs> Wait, I'm gonna save them and I'll just gonna put them in a jelly bean dish. There you go. Did you do that last oh, night at the Christmas party? Up. That didn't go. No. What Christmas party? At Mike's. Oh. Uh, All right. So I stayed home and watched uh, Luke Cage. Of course you did. Finish the season. I binge binge watched that like a motherfucker this week. Actually, only like the last three days, I think. Luke, it's pretty dope. It's it a good is show. Dope. Can't wait for I've been back two. on Vikings. Vikings came back on. I gotta watch uh, season two of uh, Gotham. Gotham. Yeah, yeah. I'm you already, already I'm caught up. Say. Yeah, you're late on that one. That one's yeah. sick. It gets way better too. Shit, complete changes. That first season was dope. Yeah, that's a, that's one series that just keeps getting better. Where like like Walking Dead, for example, was really good the first season, and then it just got horrible. Yeah, I mean, I don't even. I'm not even into that shit. No, so. like I like. I got into it and it was really good, but like I said, it just got really bad. And people are either all in or all out. Like, people get mad at that. Didn't you feel that way hear? about Horror Story too? No, I only watched that one season. But it just gets kind of weird at the end. Yeah. But then again, it's a pretty fucking weird show. Like, it's just demented as fuck. You know what I mean? Exorcist is good though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's demented too. <laughs> it, yeah. it, it is, but it's like it's a better storyline. Like it just makes more sense. Like it's, I feel like the American horror stories just flip out of nowhere, and it just gets weird. Turned into like a, a fake reality show. Yeah, that was, all of a it sudden, the show like, which was weird. Yeah. I don't know. All right, let's get it on with it. <clears throat> Question time. Question time. <clears throat> all right. So the first few questions actually come from Fifi, and her first one. She mentions that she's been sore, really sore lately, and has heard about has heard you guys talk about dry needling, and is curious if you guys can expand upon that more. Well, unfortunately, I think they're kind of going through. Uh, I don't know where she lives, but um, in the state of Washington, they're they're fighting. I think just to keep it in business now. Yeah. I think a bunch of acupuncturists got a little. Uh, 
a little sore about it and and got their feelings hurt. Yeah, and, I think uh, the, the issue is is there's really more acupuncturists than yeah. there is yeah our dry needlers, so they kind of overruled them yeah. and they just kept going against it. But um, I mean, we had a couple guys that we went to uh, consistently, and unfortunately, they closed their practice and. October, I think one guy's moving to a different state where they do it. And then there's a couple people like Dan Swisco. I know he did it. I don't know. Like, I, that's what I don't know. I don't know what we can say or recommend. Cause I don't know if you can legally do it anymore. I know like, since I knew Austin, I was still able to kind of get it done while they were going through that stuff. Is but he I don't the one know. moving? No. Oh, Paul. Okay. Paul is moving. Yeah. And then Dan, I don't know. But like, here's the thing is like, at the end of the day, so let's do this instead, since you, we really can't tell you where to go or to get it done since it's becoming uh, not practice anymore. What would your strategies be for somebody who could benefit from that if they can't do dry kneeling? So what I was just talking about uh, with a friend of mine the other day was uh, reducing inflammation um, you know, in the joints, muscles, right. of course, too, which is essentially what's going on when, when, uh, when you are sore. Um, but doing as much as it sucks, like a cold plunge or yeah. an ice bath yeah. of, of the sort, right. Or going, if you live in a cold climate, going out to a lake and, you know, jumping in the lake for a little bit and then getting back out. Um, so doing something like that is actually extremely beneficial, uh, in, uh, reducing inflammation. I'm not sure if we talked about this on a previous podcast too. Um, you talked about the, Banya. Banya, yeah, that's right. Okay, so we did talk. About, yeah, yeah, we did. We did talk about the cold plunge. That's why um, I would recommend anybody in Seattle to go. Right. And, and that's why. I mean, that's essentially why it's uh, it's so good for like hormone regulation and, and stuff like that. Is because Central it's nervous system. Yeah, it's because it's the the main focus is to reduce inflammation. Right. Yeah. So anytime that you can do that, um, and and, and help with uh, the recovery period. I, I, I think that that is one of the most effective ways that that I would I would address recovery. Um, yeah. And that's going to be on like a much deeper level than uh, mobility or primal movements and stuff like yeah. that. Um, even though I hate it, and, 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 <laughs> and I don't like, like the it. Thing it's is extremely is beneficial. Most people will turn to foam rolling after yeah, that instead. Yeah. But the issue with foam rolling, I feel like it's so temporary. And the more studies that are coming out, the yeah. more they're finding out that it's and like, it's, so eh, surface. It's, it's really not that yeah. great of a thing, yeah. right? Whereas the cold plunge and stuff are going to benefit you on more than just a, a right. tissue level, right. right? So I think that would definitely, obviously, if you're if we're talking about tissue, I would recommend a deep tissue massa uh, massage. It's actually got like a similar effect to, um, to diaphragmatic breathing. Right. Really? Or kind of, yeah. yeah. Like just like it's, in the yeah. way that, that I teach breathing in uh, in the mobility seminars and workshops and stuff like that, uh, just because it has such an immediate uh, response or your body has right. an immediate response, even though you might feel like you're kind of, you know, tense when right. you're when you're in the when you're in the cold pool. Uh, once you get out. You start moving around a little bit. You actually have a pretty increased uh, or significant increase in, in range of motion. Well, and just like breathing, right? If you yeah. can relax through the breathing, it's yeah. going to benefit you a lot yeah. more. Now, it's it's. I think it's easier to achieve uh, calmness during the breathing than it is to achieve right. calmness within the cold right, plunge. for sure. Because I've never been able to. But um, I know that people who can last longer in that cold plunge and who get more benefit out of it definitely yeah. can calm yeah. like going with Luca is a great example because that dude just sits there and like just closes his eyes and you can see him calm down where I'm 
trip and when I'm in yeah. there, I can't. How long uh, are you in that cold water? Uh, I mean, we, it depends. The last I mean, time I think that I went to Banya with with Cody, um, there was there was this bodybuilder there. Uh, remember, he was. I mean, he was like about yeah. to fall asleep in the water. Yeah. He was in there for like five. How cold is it? It's like thirty nine degrees. Yeah, or dude, something it's ice like water that. pretty much. There's no ice cubes in it, but it's it oh. might as well be. But I mean, yeah. like so, and they even have a bucket with holes in the bottom, so you can fill up the bucket and pour it on your head, right? So this guy's <laughs> in there, hella yoked, bald dude, just pouring. I think he was like a big Russian dude, yeah. if I remember mm-hmm. right. Wow. Putting a bunch of water in the bucket, holding it over his head. Dropping on the water, dropping on his head, like while he's in there. That's the dude you're talking about, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, he's he was in there for a minute. Wow. But then, like, like I've never the longest I've ever been in there is thirty seconds. Like, I I couldn't do more than that. Have you heard of those like cold chambers that people go yeah, into? The cryo chambers, yeah. yeah. Similar effect, or yeah, okay, yeah. Except it's it it happens within I think like thirty seconds. The versus if yeah if yeah. you're in a, if you're in the cold plunge if you're in the cold pool. Um, it takes a little bit longer. So, I mean, you'd have to be in there. I think the guy was telling me if you're in there any less than two minutes, you're really mm-hmm. not getting the full benefit in the cold water, in the cold water. Wow. wow that yeah. sucks. I yeah. did not know that. But You probably yeah. have to build up to that, right? You can't just yeah. 30 seconds, right? I mean, yeah. I, when, when he told me that I was, I mean, I was just able to do it. So I think that it's just mind over matter. But at first, sure. I, I mean, I was, I mean, I was in there like Cody, yeah. right? Like, I mean, I, could I barely, feel like you would put me into like a panic sort of right well it, and that's think, where you have to practice the breathing yeah. right? and i think like, it would be if i would have known that i probably would have yeah, exactly. been more motivated to yeah. stay in there longer yeah. too but yeah well I, was, I went i went by myself um i went by myself one time and uh that was the last time that i went and and he told me that that's crazy yeah yeah so that's what we'd recommend i mean get deep tissue massages if you can uh more more so just mobility um proper nutrition proper healthy fats uh sleep anything to do recovery and then if you can hit a russian bathhouse somewhere where you can do like cold plunges and heat and and that kind of therapy because reducing inflammation is going to be key yeah awesome so fifi's next question was with new year's coming up how do you guys develop resolutions and goals and second part of that would be what is the best way to set up a successful goal so this is actually a great question and, and the timing is actually it's it's funny Perfect, because yeah. yeah like i i've just i've just started to look at and really reflect on what i've done like in this last year and i recently uh was talking to um a mentor of mine uh who i i appreciate a great deal especially after like the little piece of knowledge that he dropped on me which was you know you it's it's only it's only wrong to want more when you when you can't appreciate um, what you've accomplished or, or where you've come from, right? And when, when he said that to me, and it, again, it was perfect timing because I think the hour before I was kind of just looking at what I did in, in 2016, how far I've come in every aspect of my life. And I was really feeling good about myself. It was the best year that I've had, no matter what, the ups and downs. Like at the end of the day, I've had massive growth um, and probably almost double from what I did uh, in, in 2015. So I was like, holy shit. And I went this whole year without even yeah. really realizing it. Right. Nice. Um, so, and then I, I went into writing all the things down that are going to be, uh, or major projects that are going to be happening in, in, uh, 2017. We haven't even got there yet, but my year's already accounted for, all like right. for the next 12 months, I'm going to be busy every single week, like guaranteed. Um, and, that, and that's just the way it is. So I think that, uh, 
my, my advice to her is, you know, spend some time reflecting it, it, you know, however long it takes for you, it's going to be different for different people. Um, but to, to practice that and then appreciate where you're at, where you've come from, and then to look forward, then your, your goals are going to be more significant and and you're going to be more focused. I think that's something a lot of entrepreneurs or just anybody who is always like pushing the standard, like struggles with. Right. And I think it's funny because I came into you because we had been talking about a bunch of big plans coming in the future. And I was like, yo, like, I feel like we got to slow down a little bit because like Shannon kind of called me out and I was like, man, like she was like, look at all, like she was naming things that I accomplished in 2016. She's like, I haven't even heard you sit down and like appreciate any of these yet, like, or celebrate them because before it like finally falls through or happens, you're already like planning and starting the next thing, which is good because you're constantly growing, but you need to kind of like stop and smell the roses. And I told you that. And then you shared that quote with me and I was just like, man, like it's a fact. So I think, like he said, like first step is going back and just looking at what you've done this year and that is going to do a couple things. One, it's going to show appreciation. You're going to realize um, that it was a better year and there was some significant growth. But then also you can look at what you want to do again and what you want to do differently. Right. Yeah. Um, and then if you notice like what he said, he has things mapped out for 2017. I think that's the biggest thing he went and wrote down like so. Don't wait for this either. Don't wait for January 1st. Like, do it now. Yeah, that's, that's such a big mistake. Yeah, so I, I kind of, I went into, I raced my, I have a big whiteboard in my room. I raced everything and I wrote down, like, three action-based goals and three objective-based goals that I want to accomplish in the next year. So an objective-based goal would be, I am going to make XYZ on my online business, or I'm going to get XYZ amount of subscribers to my email list, like, that's an objective goal. And then my action based goals are like, I'm going to do one full year of fit tips. So if anybody has noticed, I've posted like a really long status with a picture every single day. It's only been about two weeks, but I'm going to do it for a full year. So that's like my action based goal, right? One blog a week, action based goal, but like simple things like that. Um, I think from a business perspective is going to be huge. Now to look at it from a fitness goal perspective, what's your objective based goal for 2017? Like on the last podcast or Q and a, I don't know when it was for as far as these episodes go, but we talked about losing a hundred pounds. So maybe in 2017, you want to accomplish that hundred pound goal. That would be an objective based goal, right? So like list out two to five objective based and then action based goals. They could be daily, weekly, monthly goals. I think that would be huge because then it's, you have not only your big goals that you want to hit, but then you have a plan right. of like, and it's simple, right? There's a few things and a few steps and your action-based goals are going to lead you to your objective-based goals. Like that's the simplest way that I could suggest anybody to do it. Um, and then set like plans and deadlines, right? Like for me, I know like I have a photo shoot planned out. Um, I hired a coach for business, a new coach that's going to mentor me for business and like lifestyle stuff. I have a coach that's doing my fitness stuff. So I hired him. I hit up a photographer and I was like, these are the dates I want to do. And he was like, you can choose either one. Like I was like, all right, I'll let you know, but book me for the first one. And if we have to push it back, we can push it back a little bit. But regardless, I'm doing a photo shoot either before, right after I get back from New York. But the point is, is like that's set in stone. You know what I mean? Like I'm going to do that. So whether it's like a warrior dash or a vacation or a trip or a photo shoot or whatever that is, like set that timeline for yourself and like just go after it. Yep. I agree. All right. What are five key mobility movements that are important to a workout regimen? So it's, it's always going to come down to the, it depends answer. Um, I'll go. What's wrong with you? Yeah. That's a bad way to say it, but yeah. But what what, what needs to be, what needs to be addressed, right. For, for you specifically, I don't know. So I'm going to give a very generalized answer and I'm going to go based off of what, 
I typically do with um, my my group classes, right? So, um, and usually when, when, when we address mobility, just to keep it um, smooth and to keep people from uh, kind of uh, going from a standing position to a seated position, back up to a standing position, and then down to a, a lying right. position, they right? And kind of flow of, through. Yeah, exactly. So if we can either start from the ground up or start from um, the the neck down, right? So typically I'll start off with uh, with the ankles just because we do so much posterior chain stuff. I feel like that's that's an important one to hit. So right. we'll start off with like ankle rotations if you have, and there's different ways that you can go about it. So you can, you know, hold one foot out and make big circles with, uh, with your big toe. Um, and then kind of uh, if you treat it almost like just going straight up and down um, and I almost like to think about it as like the gas pedal, right? So like you push down as fast as you can, um, and then you release, uh, and, and, and bring your foot or your, your toes up towards your shin as much as you can again, and, and, and working on breathing and, and stuff like that. Um, so usually starting off with the ankles, um, and then I add, I add in like a lot of combination exercises, um, and a, a one that's super simple and extremely, uh, a, a big bang for your buck. Uh, exercise is, is the squat to stand. So if you literally think about just keeping your feet about shoulder width apart and then reaching down, grabbing your toes like you would in that typical hamstring stretch, keeping your legs locked out as much as possible, and then literally pulling yourself. So you're going to grab onto your toes, pull yourself into a squat position, and then think about elbows inside of your knees, chest up, butt low to the ground as, as low as you can, and pushing those knees out. So prying those knees, opening up the hips a little bit, and then before you stand tall, you're going to reach up towards the ceiling, maintain that squat position, and then driving through your heels and standing up. So you can go anywhere from, you know, six to 10 reps, again, just depending on the capacity of the individual. Um, and then going into what's called a Spider-Man lunge uh, with the rotation. So from that squat position, walking straight out into a push-up position, um, bringing, let's say you got, you're going to start with your left foot, bring your left foot outside of your left hand, keeping the right leg locked out and then with that left hand reaching up towards the ceiling and then reaching through uh, the opposite arm. So we're working on a few different things here. Obviously you have one hip inflection, one hip and extension. Um, and then from there working on thoracic rotation, um, shoulder stability, all sorts of things, right? So a another big bang for your buck exercise um, and then getting into like what's called a thoracic bridge. Um, so starting off in like a crab position and then, uh, so obviously, if you don't know what that is, chest up towards the ceiling, you're going to be still on all fours. Um, but again, your chest is going to be up towards the ceiling, pull your, pulling your shoulders back. You're going to drive through your heels, it, emphasize hip extension on this one. So driving your hips up towards the ceiling, and then you're going to reach with one arm up towards the ceiling as you do that as well. So again, working on that thoracic rotation um, in hip extension and separating the two, right? So I think that anytime that you can separate shoulders from the hips and working on that thoracic mobility, which is great for any desk jockey or if you sit in a car for a long time, working on hip extension and things of that nature. Um, and then the other ones, you know, the big one uh, that I think a lot of people don't address, and, and I'm sure that you can agree with, you guys can agree with this, is uh, working on stretching the neck, right? Like how many people uh, are, are just in a, a sympathetic state all yeah. day long. And 
you know, like your roommate, for example, when we were going through breathing drills, something so simple that when I saw him practicing or, or when I was coaching him through the breathing drills, his neck was just like, yeah. it was so locked up, right? Most and I could just see it just flexing. Neck breathers, yeah, right? Exactly. So, uh, again, breathing through, I mean, doing different neck rotations, kind of hard to to describe on uh on the podcast um but the good thing about this is is that i've recently just shot a video um which which cody's going to be posting uh i'm, I'm not sure exactly on the facebook be, on we'll, the facebook yeah page. it'll take you to a separate page and then you can uh if you punch in your email we'll send you the downloads for that and a nutrition seminar yeah. so you'll get um, both of them i'm going to pin it to the top of our facebook page so if you haven't liked our facebook uh facebook page yet go to mind vs muscle on Facebook, like the page so you can get updates because we'll be posting a bunch of free stuff that you can uh, kind of take and download and use for your own training. But that is going to be one. I'm going to pin it to the top so it's going to be one of the like first posts you see up on that page. Yeah. So I went through all these exercises and more. So it's just and and you can see it as well. So I'm not only am I talking about it, but you can see it uh, in in real time and, and and practice it as you as you're looking at the uh, as you're watching the video. You know what's funny too is like as you're talking, I'm, I was kind of thinking about like. Cause I, and you know this about me, like I'm one of the guys that like, I wake up, I'm doing work and I'm like, Oh, time to hit the gym. I go to the gym and I just like cranked in my warm up as quick as I can. Cause I just want to get to lifting. Right. And I always make sure I do something. And naturally I actually, I was just thinking about it. I do five things every single time when I'm in a hurry, which is always, cause I always just want to get through it. I do one thing for my ankles, one thing for my hips, one thing for my thoracic spine, something for my shoulders. And then I do an activation drill. So if it's a lower body day, I'll do like hamstring curls or like abductions for glutes. Um, if it's an upper body day, I do face bowls because I want to get my upper back fired, mm -hmm. which is funny. It just ends up being five things, but that's an easy way to look at everything you just broke down. It's like always just like, be sure you're doing something for your ankles, your hips, your thoracic spine, probably something for your shoulders or neck, and then do an activation drill if you can, before you get to it. Um, if you have a heavy squat day, I usually recommend a hamstring exercise. If you have a heavy deadlift day, it'll be like a glute or a lat activation. And then any, anything upper body, I always recommend like face pulls, um, upper back work, pull aparts, anything like that to get the, the shoulder blades working harder. All right. Also from Fifi, what fridge and pantry staples do you always have stocked? First of all, she shout took, out to Fifi. Yeah, she real took quick. full <laughs> advantage, advantage yeah. of the free questions. Yeah. Man, I love it. So what was the question again? Sorry. <laughs> I just I just heard the name and I was just like, okay, here's yeah. another one. But no, she well some great ones. Yeah. Killing it. What uh fridge and pantry staples do you always have stocked? Oh man. Well, I mean, sorry. so Coke Zero and eggs. <laughs> like that's I mean, God. I'm gonna be real. Like because yeah, I'm lo I'm true, looking at I'm thinking just... about my fridge. Like, here's the thing is like I, I switch up my proteins quite a bit. Like I'll do chicken or steak or fish like I, I rotate those but i always have eggs in my fridge i usually switch up my veggies quite a bit so it's there's always different colors of peppers and onions and mushrooms and broccoli or or green beans and i go back and forth but one thing is always eggs like there's always eggs in my fridge and then i always have not coke zero that's just what is there now but some kind of diet pop because i always have something so for me i can actually say that like chicken steak and like salmon are a staple because again, like I've, I've talked on previous podcasts about whole foods being, you know, I, I'm, I'm such a believer in that stuff. And like, it's the best way that you can possibly eat in, in from, you know, 100%. uh, from my perspective. Um, and I just go to B and E meat. So you can like go to like your, your local butcher shop. B and E meats is, is my favorite. If you have one, um, in the area and like, you can get packages. And I remember, you know, I brought this up to you a couple of weeks ago, I took advantage of one of those packages. So I got like, 
I got like 25 pounds of different meats for like a hundred bucks. Right. Yeah. Which is way like, cheaper. Yeah, yeah. Way cheaper yeah. than but going it's, to dude, like the meat quality of B and E is so good. Exactly. Too. And they have yep. one, well, Fresh one cut. in uh, Burien, one in Newcastle. Newcastle. And then I think there's one down by the Marina in Des Moines too, isn't there? Yeah. So there's three in Washington. If you guys want to go check that out, like yeah. unbelievable. If you're way up North towards past Seattle, go to uh double D meets, same thing. Like, but it's just super high quality. Yeah. And they're, you can get like custom cuts too. Yeah. Right? yeah you can tell them how their jerky is fire. Yeah. It's like unbelievable. Yeah. But one thing I will say too, is like, I think what people will be interested to hear and they're like, Oh, I wonder what kind of like, you know, goodies they got or whatever. Like if you look, like I said, diet Coke or whatever, but if you look in my fridge, it's, it's, it's just full of whole foods. Like yeah. you said, like, so even the people that practice a lot of flexible dieting and, and I think we both do to an extent 90 plus percent. And I always recommend 80 to 90% of your diet should be whole foods. But even mine is like over 90, to be honest yeah. with you. Like, you know what I, cause I, I grew up like, you know, eating candy, right? Yeah. That was kind of like my thing. That was like my treat, right? Jeez. I know. Yeah. But it was like Halloween <laughs> on a weekly basis for this guy. Yeah. Um, 100%. Not as much for me, but, <laughs> but instead of actually doing, and I just pulled out a bag before we started the podcast was like dried fruit. Dude, right? that like, is like candy. Yeah, it is. And that shit I mean, is actually a shit ton of sugar, carbs. Yeah, but, but that actually doesn't, bomb. I don't think that's the kind with like added sugar on it though, no, is it? No, yeah. The, so I like mean, you but can it's get fruit though. Right. You know? But you can get the Costco brand where they add a yeah. bunch of sugar to it. But I, yeah, cause I went to, it was a Hagen's that I went to and they had, Dried kiwis that were ridiculous, yeah, but yeah, I it was that in two minutes flat, dude. Yeah, because I brought you some too. Yeah. Literally, just straight, just dried kiwis. Nothing yeah. else added to it. It's funny how I brought out jelly beans today yeah. too. So but, I mean, dried, dried, or yeah, dried fruits. That's right? like, like yeah. I think that, and it tastes just like candy. So if like if you have a sweet tooth like me, that's the it's, best way. Yeah, to go. it's yeah. You can you can use literally use that as a substitute right. and still feel like you're eating candy. Yeah, but obviously 100%. it's healthy sugar. Yeah. It's not processed yeah. high fructose corn syrup. And yeah, like have calories ever, are calories. So if you overdo it, you're you know yeah. what I mean. It's not gonna be good. But at the same time, like. I use that for the day where I am overdoing it. (laughs) Well, but still, like, there's fiber, there's nutrients, there's minerals. Like, there's going to be good shit in there, which jelly beans, unfortunately, they don't have any of that. Yeah. One of my favorites is frozen grapes. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. I've never never even thought about freezing grapes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because, I mean, dried fruit for, it's kind of, I find, kind of expensive for the small amount. It It really is. is. Especially if you want the better quality that isn't just sugar. Um, Grapes are kind of expensive, too. But put them in the freezer, and you just... Well, I so think this here's something like you can do and you can do this by you can add splendid to it to make it sweeter you can just leave them plain they're really good cut up a bunch of strawberries put them on a baking sheet and bake them at like 450 degrees and like for a while like a long time and they just dry out into strawberry like chips dude unbelievable you can do it with apples you can do it with anything but just google it and there's tons of recipes on dried fruit that you can do in the uh, oven mm-hmm. you can really also do good. that with potatoes yeah you can kale chips too <laughs> Actually, I do that all the time rather yeah. than going out. Like, I'll cut up sweet potatoes, put some olive oil all over them, yeah. season yeah. them up, throw them in the oven for I a like while. A, yeah. Like the rock salt. Yeah. 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 Like Himalayan salt and stuff. Yeah. I think because we were talking about, we were just talking about price of, of these things, right? But, and, and I want to add this in just because I think that it's important for like the mindset of most people, right? Because when I, when I first transitioned into eating more whole foods and, and, and living healthier and, and stuff like that, it was the same sort of kind of like mind twist for me, which was like, man, like this is so expensive, right? right? But at the same time, like, would you rather fuel your body in the right way or would you rather spend your money elsewhere that's not right. really going to well, benefit you yeah. right, longer term? And you know what? Like, I think at the end of the day, it's really not because 
let's say you spend five bucks and you get a you get a a, a meal at McDonald's or Burger King or whatever, and you get like a burger, you get a bunch of food, and it's gonna fill you up, right? But with that same amount, you can get a ton of broccoli. Now, I know that doesn't sound as good, obviously, but that $5 of broccoli is going to last you days. Yeah. That meal is not. You're going to eat it right there. It's done, right? Yep. So it does cost more when you're grocery shopping, but at the end of the day, it lasts you longer because it's way more filling to right. have those whole foods right. in your meal. Like you're not going to eat through so much throughout the day. Whereas if you have a Burger King meal, within two hours, you're hungry again. You're craving yeah. shit. Especially yeah. because of the way it influences your taste buds, your insulin, and all that shit. Well, and you could easily spend, say, $100 on Sunday at the grocery store, stretch that out oh, yeah. for the week. Exactly, on or every meal. spend 20 to $30 a day eating quick yeah. things. Same amount of money, yeah. right? Right. And the same thing, you know what, like, this, this reminds me, because, like, a lot of people will go ask me, like, yeah, can I have, like, Emerald City smoothie in my diet and stuff? I'm like, I don't care. Like, go for it. Like, it's good. Like, as long as you fit it and your macros, all that stuff. But that shit is expensive. Mm -hmm. And I know, like, you say drink that shit religiously. Yeah. But I make, I buy a Costco bag of frozen fruit, throw some, like, protein powder and PB2 in it, and it tastes like a peanut butter and jelly shit at uh, Emerald City. Yeah. Way better calorically, too, but. Without the ice cream. and Yeah, you know, without, and you, it lasts way longer. Well, without, when I started cutting that out, though, and making my own at the house it i could notice a difference in just how i felt oh yeah right so just the quality and of ingredients is more filling too yeah but i just did it because it was like i think i was just like in that gaining phase where it was like man i'm just trying to get into you know three to five hundred calorie surplus yeah, and i can drink it instead of you know feeling super full yeah. and, and, and eating more food so i got a question to just bounce off that real quick um is there anything that you've introduced into your diet lately that you're like like constantly been eating like i know you do sweet potatoes all the yep. fucking time but is there anything new no nothing you've been doing the same dude because no. like so I do the same thing i was man. at costco spinach and broccoli i always see people posting about those kodiak pancakes you know yeah. like the protein pancakes so i saw a thing at costco it was like 30 bucks right dude it's lasted i've been eating pancakes almost every day <laughs> and it's lasted me like two months yeah. it's so big but the crazy thing is is I eat like six, like four inch, like a lot. And they taste like real fucking pancakes, but they're super filling and they're like, it's like 35 grams carbs. Actually, now that you say that, um, so good. I definitely recommend it. Anybody who's dieting right now, get those Kodiak pancakes. Cause like, no, but for real, like to fit something that's going to fill you up, that tastes really good. And it feels like you're cheating on your yeah. diet and you're not, it's a, it's a game changer. What do you recommend for syrup though? Um, I just get like low sugar. I mean, okay. you can get, it depends like. If you, if I have room, like my, my, when you go to like, it depends, like I'll go to my mom's and she'll hook me up or my grandma's. We get like, they get real deal Canadian syrup that they actually order from Toronto. Right. That's just unbelievable. Fresh tapped from the tree. Dude. It's like legit, like the craziest <laughs> they shit. Like the, they stick a little spout in there, right? <laughs> Bro. On Thanksgiving, we had pancakes in the morning and, and my grandma pulled out one that she was like, she said she's been aging it. Right. So she's had it in her cabinet for years. Because that's what they do. Like she just ages it and it gets a little bit thicker and like you get like these like maple crystals in it. It's really weird. Right. Um, dude, it's so good though. So it, it depends. If I got room in my colors, I do okay. that. Otherwise I'll just get some like low sugar, sugar free, not like the Walden Farm shit. There's still calories in it. Um, because I don't just I don't trust that shit. Walden Farms is weird. It's like it says it's zero calories, but I'm like, it's so thick and like there's no way. Like what is in there, you know? Yeah. So I just get the low sugar or okay. or like whatever those sweeteners are in it. You know what I mean? Like carries or something like that. Treehouse. Well, I found out because obviously Geraldine's is like one of my favorite breakfast spots. And, uh, so I noticed 
the the kind of syrup that they Kirkland. bought. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, so I was like, well, good. I didn't see, I didn't see that it said Kirkland on it. I didn't know it was Kirkland brand um, from where I was sitting. Um, and I was just like, man, like, I wonder where they get the syrup from. Right. So, and then I, I go to Costco like a couple of days later you and then the I saw one. the exact same. Yeah. I was like, yes. It's funny because I, I, I remember being at Geraldine's and like thinking the same thing and then like looking and it was like turned perfectly and yeah. I could see through the little window of yeah. where the chefs were and I saw the Kirkland. I was like, yeah. damn, that's Kirkland. Yeah. Cause it's really good. <laughs> that's what's surprising. Kirk, dude, Kirkland brand has a lot of good shit. You'd be surprised, like yeah, for a generic a, brand, you yeah. know, because you can't go to Fred Meyer and get Kroger maple syrup. It's not going to be good. Yeah, Kroger and is like the generic brand from. And Fred their Meyer. liquor is cheap, super cheap, <laughs> and it's like the same quality as Grey Goose. Yeah, it's, seriously. I'll take your word facts. For it. All right, so final question from Fifi. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, what is your favorite slash underrated gym item or machine to use that many people don't know about? Um, for me, uh, it would be, uh, the T-bar row. And I think that that's, that's Wh- a, which that's one chest supported or the, the chest supported one. Style. I think, I think the old school bodybuilding style, I think that, I think that a lot of people do it. I feel like every time I go into the gym, I see people, or at least like a big box gym that I see people doing that. They just do it wrong. Yeah. Right. hundred percent. And then, but and if you have low back issues, it's not a smart move. Right. Yeah. If it, and, and again, like hip mobility comes into play yeah. too. Right. Yeah, so if, if you can't somebody, sit back into yeah, it. somebody with poor hip mobility, um, who can't get into the proper position should probably go, uh, to the chest supported T bar. But even though, I mean, even though they're in a supported position, there's still, uh, uh, mechanical mistakes that people make on the T bar right. row as well. Um, so I think, I mean, obviously this is just common sense, uh, research, you know, what you're doing before you do it and yeah. don't just look at somebody else and, and think that you can do the same thing. Um, but I, I think that the T-bar row, um, either one of those, those variations are the most, uh, underrated. I think yeah. a lot of people do them because they're like, okay, well, I'm just doing something for my back, but then they'll go and do another exercise that is doing the exact same, right. the exact same thing or working out you yeah. know, the exact same. Muscle, See, I think right? like, I like the T bar because the chest supported because there's different handles. So you can decide which way you want to row it and where right. you want to target. I like the Ronnie Coleman style in the corner. If I want to get my lower lats, cause you really can't get much range of motion. So it's hard to describe this over the mic, but if you don't bend your elbows as much and you drive your elbows really low, you can target your lower lats, which is really hard for me to feel personally. And I know a lot of people can't fire their lats properly. So I like that one a lot for that. One that I was thinking of that I'm not going to use because I don't think enough people can do it. And maybe that's why it's not used as much as the glute ham raise. Yeah. I think yeah. the glute ham raise, especially if you actually have a glute ham raise, I guess that would be a machine. It's not really a machine, but it's just like a setup piece of equipment um if you can build the strength to do that because even like I, the first time i did i think i got two reps like it, it takes some time and then like i built up to where i maxed out i think the most i've ever done straight was 30 and that's from doing it multiple times a week but that is just dude that shit lights up your hamstrings yeah. and you have to really be able to support your uh, back with your core and your glutes if you do it properly um but other than that this is like i think i would go with the close neutral grip handle lap pull down i always see people on a lap pull down machine doing super, super wide, wide yeah where they get no range of motion they're they're Anterior they're not even wide of their shoulders yeah i yeah. was gonna say they're not even properly depressing their yeah. scapula when they do it. it and it's just horrible i even see people doing like weird shrugs or like one thing that is is 
key with that is actually to have a slight lean back in your upper back because then you can depress your scapula more, but then people take it way too far and they like are like leaning really far back. Right. So you got to find that proper balance. But, uh, one thing about the close grip is it's easier to fire your lats and I don't think enough people do it. Um, and you can actually, because people think wide, they think they're going to get their lats. And I challenge anybody who wants to hit their lats to switch from the wide grip to the narrow grip and really focus on your scapular movement and drop the weight by 50 to 75%, or I'm sorry, 25 to 50%. And literally you will like feel your lats so much more. And then you're doing it properly It's without swinging. For me, it's it's genetics, right? It doesn't really take much for me for, for my back to, yeah. kinda, to, to blow up, right? So, but I... I I didn't even do like wide grip anything for a long yeah. time just because of uh, my, my shoulder mobility, right? Or my, my uh, ability to, to retract my scapulas and, um, and, and get into uh, the correct position. But uh, I think that the other thing too is what, what's funny to me is what we just talked about is uh, their, their posterior chain exercises, right? Which yeah. is, is funny to me because like, that's like, that. yeah, <laughs> like most people just neglect post, yeah, like that's 100%. the thing. So, and that's, I think that that's the, uh, that's what a lot of people's main focus should be. And I, I mean, obviously you have to have a balance, but so many people are just wound yeah. into this balled up position that they, they need something to open them up. So, um, to focus you, you on should, the posterior yeah, chain. You should do two to three times as many rowing as you do pushing or just posterior as compared to anterior. And I think not only from a movement sake, but I mean, think about like if you're just trying to burn fat or calories, like the biggest muscles in your body. Like I get right. that all the time from Glutes. fat loss clients. They're like, man, you train my legs and back a lot. And yeah. I'm like, well, think about it. Like what's going to burn more calories? Like a female doing alternating chest press or doing some heavy rows and deadlifts, like right. obviously heavy deadlifts and rows. Um, one thing that I recently did for the first time that was on my program that if any guys out there want to build like their lower traps or really feel their rhomboids fire, a seated cable row with a wide grip handle and you don't go super wide, but go like just outside your shoulders, slow it way down and like retract your scapula fully, like almost like a two point row, right? Where your elbows are locked out before you row and then pull it back like slow tempo. I've never felt like mid scap activation. Yeah. It, dude, it was crazy. So I pulling it to like the bottom of your sternum. So a couple of days ago I was at LA fitness and, uh, and I was doing that. Um, but I was doing it in a supinated, uh, supinated grip. Okay. Right. Yeah. And, but it was funny. I was just talking to, uh, talking to Steph about this, uh, the other day. And, uh, this guy, uh, he, I mean, he was there before me, much bigger than me. Um, he's probably like six three, probably about two twenty, and got some muscle definition to him. And uh, so I, I'm, I show up and I start my training session. This guy literally, and I see him like looking at me, like in the, you know, he's got these big fucking mirrors. Yeah. And I can just feel like I could feel this guy watching me. He starts doing every exercise <laughs> that I do, but like, not yeah. like waiting for me to get done. Like, hops you know in I mean? with you. like hops in wants to be like you, yeah, bro. I was just like, dude, what are you doing? I didn't take off my headphones or anything like that because I was just trying to stay focused. Yeah. And, the, and the main reason why I even started going to LA Fitness is because my my days have just been super packed with, with shit going on. So I just want to get in and out of the gym, yeah. right? And, and not spend any more than an hour there, which is, you know, typically when, when I'm training with um, 
when I'm training with people at, at Vigor, like I'll be there for, you know, two and a half, yeah, three hours 100%. because, you know, a lot of it is, is talking to. So I'm just trying to be a little bit more efficient with my time. And I just really didn't want to to spend the time like yeah. you know you, and you can't really ignore people in your home gym where you work at like right. people have questions we're always answering right. we're always right. talking you know what i mean yeah um but like speaking of which i was almost that guy this morning at la it was funny because i woke up at like man i woke up at 6 30 trying to get the yeezys didn't get them I, dude that like i had no shit i had all these tabs on my uh laptop right it was they're 220 bucks i was like i'm gonna get them because if i don't like them i'll sell them for 600 plus you know what I mean? But I was probably going to rock them. So I had foot action, foot locker, champs, uh, like all these different things on my phone, laptop, like I'm ready, right? All of the websites like shut down because yeah. people jumped on it so yeah. quick. I was on a timer, bro. Like that's how quick they sold out. It was like ridiculous. I just started laughing because I was like, why am I doing Dude, when this? I used to buy shoes like that, I knew people. I knew real yeah. sneakerheads, bro, with like six screens up, right? Like <laughs> iPads, like they're playing phones. World of yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, man, what are yeah. you guys doing? And I mean, but you know, yeah. they, and to, just to get one pair of shoes, like yeah. that was the odds, right? Like you yeah. had to have all it's these screens up bro. in order to get one See, pair. Like, it's it's easier if you now they do raffles at Foot Locker, so you call in, like if you call in a week in advance and you you end up being one of the hundred that gets a raffle, they're like, oh yeah, you got to take it. We'll let you know if you get it. You're like, all right, cool. And then the day they release, they'll call you and be like, hey, you got one, or they just don't call you. So Nika hooked me up because her brother has a connection. So they got me a ticket, and I don't know when they're doing the raffle. I think it was either yesterday or today. Like, I got to look at the text because I just totally spaced on it. Um, so I might still get a call, hopefully. But anyway, so I woke up early, did that, and then went to the gym because I knew we had to do this, and then we got a meeting and stuff. So I'm at LA Fitness, and I'm literally just, I got my headphones in, I'm in the zone and stuff, and I go over to uh, a machine, and this dude is on it, right? He's got like two 45s and a 25, and I just wanted a 45 and a 25, and I just, I don't even know why, but I just ignored him, and I, like, he was literally standing next to it, and I just unloaded all the, but like, they were hella loud, just slap on the floor, <laughs> put my weights on it, sit down, and I'm like, <sighs> I'm like, I start texting, because I was like, I'm not ready to press this yet, <laughs> And this dude like looked at me and I looked at him like, so, you know, like just kind of nodded to him and sat down and then he walks around in front of me and like opens his hands like, yo. And I was like, put my was like, what's up? And he was like, do you want to jump in with me on that? And I was like, oh shit. And I looked down his hoodie, his shaker bottles right next to my foot. I was like, bro, I'm sorry. I, I usually don't get up this early. I'm, I'm out of it, man. My bad. And he was like, all right, you're good. And then we like worked out together. It was fine. But I felt like such a dick at first because I hate those. Bag, I hate those people. But I was just like, you man, are I'm not, that person. I'm not used to working out at 7 a.m. in the morning. I was just like out of it. It was hilarious, though. All right, let's get one more question because we got to get out of here. All right, uh, moving on from Fifi, we have Gigi. Okay. And uh, why do you recommend lean protein? If I hit my macros, will it matter what type of protein it is? Um, I think this one is good because it, it. I think it depends like if you have plenty of calories to spare like I think you can choose fatty sources of protein and you'll be fine because at the end of the day calories in versus calories out like we always say right that's really the key now what I do what I told her is is simple like if you're on a diet to lose body fat and you want to make the most out of the calories you have choosing let's say a fatty steak let's say it has 200 calories but for the same amount of protein, you could have chicken and it would have 120 calories. 
right? Because there's not as much fat. Meaning what I can do is have that chicken and then I can have a fat source on the side. So if you think about that, that's more total food bulk that you're going to be able to eat. You're going to probably get more nutrients that way. And it's going to be more filling because you get the extra fats and you still get all the protein and calories in. Um, so it's really just like making the most out of the calories you have, I think is the biggest thing, right? It's like I always tell people like, think of your calories as like a budget. Like you have a budget for your money, right? You got to spend that budget properly or you're going to run out of money. So that's kind of how you can look at it. Now, if you have plenty of calories to spare, go with fatty sources. You're totally fine because it's not to say that any fatty sources of meat are uh, unhealthy, but lean protein sources are going to kind of be more bang for your buck when it comes to calories. Um, and that's just going to be the best way to go. Cause then you can be more satiated throughout the day. Uh, pretty simple, I think. But also like it, it depends too, if you're eating fatty steak all day and you're getting a ton of saturated fat, like look at your omega threes, look at your polyunsaturated. If you're not getting other types of fats, you might want to just from a nutrient standpoint, just to get more, uh, different variation of, of fat sources in your diet, just for health. I think that breaks that one down. If you love the mind versus muscle podcast, want more free content and you want to support the movement, share this podcast and leave us a five-star rating and review. To get your questions answered on the next episode, see the show notes for our social media handles and hashtag mind versus muscle.